definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Friday. Good morning and welcome. On to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside the one and only Jeffrey Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White is across the way taking care of us. You, too, can join us. Thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, score predictions, whatever you want to pump in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, do so there. And uh, we're with you for the next three hours, so we'll cover a lot of territory. Talking some Red Raiders, of course. Looking ahead to the homecoming game. Tack and K-State. We'll look around the Big 12 last night and uh, ahead to what we've got this weekend in the conference. We will uh, talk some Cowboys, talk some Rangers and ALCS as uh, we've got quite the large... Texas size matchup looming there, and uh, lots of other little tidbits to get into. What's up, Max? How are we doing? Pretty good. What's up? <laughs> I just saw something hilarious. Already? Can't repeat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't repeat. Uh-uh. Share with the class. <clears throat> no. Um, class would be dismissed if I oh, okay. uh, shared that. Uh, no, not just rolling up on a weekend. Going to go watch uh, Friendship tonight with the boy. Yeah, we're we're heading out that way tonight too. Yeah, I'm going to get to take in some nice uh, weather. It's really nice and chilly out there it right is. now. Yeah, it, I see you in a, in a in jacket. A jacket. Yeah. Like that you know it's getting chilly if Hax is in a jacket. <laughs> yeah, is. stopped off for an omelet uh, this morning. So beautiful, good stuff. Got to laugh at Chuck and Jamie on the way in. That was good. It's like every morning, though, right? Yeah, well, sometimes I don't listen, but... Okay. Fair enough. I decided to listen to this one. Did you decide to watch college football last night? Yeah, I did. Uh Holy cow. Like, doesn't get any crazier than what we saw in Houston. And I think there were like 100 fans there to see it, too. It's terrible. We let that team in the league? Yep. That's the biggest mistake. That's yep. The, that's the biggest mistake of Houston coming to the league. But yeah. still, they, they did get a win. They got their first Big 12 conference win. And couldn't be happier for Donovan Smith. I can't stand Houston. I don't like Houston. But old Donnie, can he do anything but win crazy games? Games with crazy finishes? Think about all the ones he won here. Uh, if you missed it last night... West Virginia scores. Uh, well, West Virginia's going down the field, trying to get in field goal range as their goal to to tie a game up. Kind of and, a miracle touchdown instead, themselves. Yeah, they get a, a field. <clears throat> sorry, a touchdown with twelve seconds on the clock. A fifty-yard touchdown with twelve seconds. So Houston I, didn't tackle anybody. He kind of is kind of an H receiver. He uh, does a little skinny post. Then all of a sudden he's he's free. free. And, yeah. He runs it in. It's like ball game. I look over to Megan, and I said, "That that just got Dana fired." That's what I said. I said, "Dana." He had just, the look on his face like that's exactly what it was. It's like I'm done. He he took his headset off. He was done. 
takes the headset off. Uh, I said, that got Dana fired. But oh, wait. Also teaching lesson for Neil last night. Hey, don't over-celebrate. Because uh, Garrett Green, the quarterback of the team. Yeah, wanted to let everybody know about it. All I mean, 25 fans. <clears throat> acts like a buffoon. Goes and yells at the crowd over and over. He, he gets a 15-yard penalty, which is the difference here. Yeah. Allows Houston to get the ball essentially to midfield to take their shot. And Donovan Smith hit the cannon on that guy. I mean, he off-balance throw to his left, chucks it 50 yards and gets Tech the Tech transfer Mary. to Oklahoma State transfer. That Hail Mary. Um, so OSU last year lost about, seemed like, 25 players to the uh, transfer portal. He was the one that bothered me the most. Interesting. Stephon Johnson, mm-hmm. because it was lightning fast and has good hands and tended to make the big catch. Uh, he didn't make a ton of grabs last year in his freshman campaign for Oklahoma State, but you could tell that the talent was all there. So he's the one that ends up making the catch. Again, tech transfer to <clears> Oklahoma <throat> State transfer. Houston wins at the gun. That had to be... A long flight. Oh, my oh. gosh. West Virginia is always a long flight, but, man, losing that way is just as deflating as possible. It looks like Neil Brown's going to be 5-1, and going to be off to 3-0 and start in Big 12 play. Like things were, were rolling, and then they lose to Houston, who, if not the worst team in the Big 12, one of the worst. And th- there's no true bottom to this league. We've talked about it. You don't have your – your Kansas of yesteryear or the Baylor of the 2000s. or You don't have that team that is go ahead and chalk it up as a win. So I, I don't think you're going to have any zero-win teams in this league. I, has everybody won a game already? No, Cincy hasn't. Cincy and UCF haven't yet. That may be it on the teams that haven't won Who'd a be game. Who'd be you beat? Cincy. Okay, that's right. That's so I think right. I think Cincy and US, UCF are the only teams that haven't won a game, and they... Did anybody pick Houston last night? You did, though. Didn't you? Lucas, do you have the, the book? I, I thought you did. I didn't think I did. I thought we split on this one. I'm not I'm not certain. I know I, I picked West Virginia. I, I know I was torn. We all swept West Virginia. Yeah. We all swept West Virginia? Okay, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I thought someone picked on like, all right, already behind the eight ball nope. on that one. Nope. There Every... goes the perfect week for any of us out yeah. the – Window on Thursday night, but it was fun to watch. What a great game, though! The people that had the uh, that took West Virginia in the points. Oh my god! I know Josh Pate p- picked that, and um, right before the game, he released West Virginia, you know, minus three, and there it's there it sits at four. And I mean, like you said, running to his left, fifty yard throw. I mean, there's not that many players that can make that get that kind of oomph on the ball. You know, West Virginia's to blame because, again, you had guys going up trying to catch it. Yep. Swat the dang Just thing knock down. it into the second row. Hit it as far as you can. Everybody wants that interception stat. They went, they had three guys go up in the, in the act of the catch. Now, after the tip, they had a guy swing at it. But at that point, it's too late. It's already in yep. his hands. Yep. And go up and swat the thing to next Tuesday. That's on you guys. What a phenomenal finish. And about as dud of an NFL game as you could have, too. 
the, it's pretty boring. boring with a pretty boring game. 19 to 8. Pretty crazy stat on that. Uh, we'll get to it along with several headlines uh, coming up. We'll preview Texas Tech and Kansas State as Red Raiders and Purple Kitties go at it. I don't know if I'm as confident as I was yesterday. It ebbs and flows. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Lots to get into. Headlines coming up next, though. We got ALCS time set for the matchup between the Rangers and the Astros. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Time for a few headlines. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank Studio. Keep hitting us up. Uh, a few of you have on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. we got headlines for you right now. Start off with the high school football, as we've got quite a bit of that tonight. Didn't go well for uh, the Coronado Mustangs last night on their trip up to Amarillo High, losing 66-14. to Bit of a beatdown on uh, that one. So, Coronado not enjoying their trip to the Dick Biven Stadium. <clears throat> tonight... We'll have uh, Friendship Tigers as they take on the Midland High Bulldogs. That will be coming your way at uh, 6.30 on Double T 97.3. Lubbock Cooper is in Abilene against Old High. Abilene High at uh, 6.30 as well on 100.7 the score. Then the Monterey Plainsmen are at home over at Lowry taking on the Caprock Longhorns. That one coming up at... uh, 6.30 as well on 107.7 Yes FM. All 6.30 broadcasts with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Following the action on Double T 97.3, we'll have Friday Night Live for you. You can uh, check out Mike Roden and the gang as they'll catch you up on all of the latest scores when they go final. Um, Texas Tech soccer played in Orlando last night and played to a 1-1 draw as uh, the Red Raiders had a great opportunity early. Uh, Kerr hits it off the the post and looked like they are going to go up, unable to. And that uh, ball went straight across the face. Yeah, don't know how that didn't, didn't go in. But um, then UCF takes the lead, I believe 55th minute. Uh, Tech answers in the 68th minute, and that's where it would finish at the 1-1 draw. And uh, the Red Raiders still undefeated. Obviously, you want to come away with a win there, but still undefeated. I believe still at the top of the standings. I didn't see what else happened last night. Did you happen to uh, catch any other action? No, I did not see one other score. There you go. I got the... Standings pulled now. Uh, yes, BYU five zero and three. TCU lost. No, no, they didn't. They drew. So five one and two. So Texas Tech still in uh, first place at six zero and two. BYU is five zero and three. So they're one draw ahead of the Cougars at this point, and currently would hold the. Uh... No, I guess you wouldn't hold the tiebreak. Over the Cougars, so 
because you did tie. Anyway, uh, Tech will be in action on Sunday. Last home game of the year, right? Well, at least regular season. Got That's the, correct. Uh, senior day. Yep, senior day, 1 o'clock. Against Oklahoma State at 1 o'clock. Cowgals. Sunday. I assume you'll have the uh, the call on, on the plus for that you one. You assume correctly. Okay. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Broncos last night 19-8. to Hex, did you see the stat on that score? My chance. 19-8. to Like never happened before? Once. 96 years ago. 1927. It's the only time we've had an NFL score finish 19-8. to Isn't that crazy that there are still scores that haven't happened? Like, sim- I mean, not normal scores, but fairly low and mid scores that have never happened in the NFL and never happened in college football. It's crazy to my brain, as long as football's been going on, that that, that still happens. But last night, first time in 96 years that a game has finished 19-8. <laughs> I mean, think about all the the low-scoring affairs you had in the 50s and the 60s, and no one ever had a 19-8 during that time. 1927, the last time. So, uh, Chiefs take out the Broncos for the 16th consecutive time in the regular season. Unbelievable streak going on there. Texas Tech Volleyball uh, in action tonight as they still are trying for that first road victory of the season. Won't be easy as they get to take on the number nine team in the land, BYU number nine in the country. And uh, that will be an 8 o'clock first serve back-to-back games in Provo. I believe they play 8 o'clock again tomorrow. 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock. That's a long wait around. Yeah. Because most of these you play eight to late eight night, yep. midday. But this one is night game, night game. I think tonight's is actually on ESPNU if you want to watch the, uh, the Red Raiders in action that – for Tech Volleyball. And the game times have been set for the American League Championship Series between the Rangers and the Astros. And Game 1 will get underway at 7.15 on Sunday night between Texas and Houston. In Houston, that will be a uh, 7.15 start time. We'll have it for you on Double T 97.3 for Rangers. Astros fans, you can check it out right here on 100.7, the score. We've got dueling broadcasts. So, Hacks, with that, um, Phillies won last night. I I hope I don't get chastised for this, for the look ahead. If the Rangers win... Yeah, I saw that just now. If the Rangers win, they will have the uh, the home field advantage in the World Series. Yep. Whoever. Whoever wins out of the, the American League. They had a better field. record than Arizona. They own the tiebreaker over Philly for sweeping the opening series. Literally, literally the season opening series could determine home field advantage. That's who, from Evan Grant. Yeah, who says Who says that uh, the first games of the season don't matter? In this situation, they do. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, but we'll see. Uh, Astros or Rangers will have, American, or have uh, home field advantage. The American League team will in the World Series. so, um, And you know what else it coincides with? Tech's bye week. The first, okay. first two games, I think, are Friday, Saturday of the World Series of, of Tech's bye week. So there's some, there you go. there's some stuff going on there. We'll see. Off stars, you go. Stars might be, might be aligning. We're going, right? You and me. I would actually go with you if you had tickets, so. 
I think I think we have ways. Hey, they've done shows here, uh, shows from the World Series in the past with this station. So, you know, let's, let's roll. Let's go. Well, of let's, course, we got to. How about that games. Friday morning of the World Series? We can uh, we can be in Arlington. That'd be that, nice. Right? Let's go. Let's make plans. Okay, you got to beat the Astros first, but uh, not going to be an easy, easy task. I'm curious, uh, and we'll look this up, but what the updated World Series odds are now that the Astros are through. Did they hop over the Rangers, or are the Rangers still ahead of them in the uh, World Series futures? Axel, effort that. You can uh, hit us up. Whatever you got, bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Good Friday morning, gents. May you have a great, powerful, pow- powerfully insightful show today. If I could read, it would help, too. The laughter at Chucky Mike was at an all-time high this morning. He was extra cray-cray due to the kitty cats being in town. I think that raises his blood pressure or something. <laughs> is Kansas State, like, there's not a, not a big brother, little brother thing going on with Kansas and Kansas State, is there? Right, because it's not like K State's always been ahead of Kansas. Matter of fact, for forever, Kansas State was atrocious at football before Bill Snyder arrived. I think they lured that hoops thing over them hard. And then Kansas, yeah, like so. Kansas is the big brother, if anything. So why does Chuck act like Kansas State's the big brother? Well, because since Bill Snyder and they have uh, owned it, yeah, and um, Les Miles and. Uh, Charlie Weiss, and I mean, you can go through a stretch from the late '90s to yeah, recent history where it was just a bloodbath on the on the football field. So that's probably why he feels that way. But as far as like, hey, we're the big brother, you're the little, I, I don't know. I kind of see him as equal, with one being good at football usually, and one being good at basketball all the time. I guess that makes sense. By the way, what I'm seeing here is Astros, Phillies, Rangers now. For your 2023 World Series odds. So it has moved for that. Basically, with the Astros getting through, it moved in favor of the Astros. Which is probably how I would set it if I was Vegas. Based off of, well, the Astros wiped the floor with the Rangers this regular season. However, the Rangers are 5-0 and in the postseason. Does yeah, it depends continue? on where you look to. Like Bet three sixty five has Phillies, Astros, Rangers. Uh, the Rangers fan, are third everywhere, right? FanDuel has Astros, Phillies, Rangers. So most of this, the composite, is Astros, Phillies, Rangers. So definitely going to be Rangers, Diamondbacks is what it's going to end up as, which is actually what I'm rooting for. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. Moving on to hour number two, it's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White edition of the program today. Keep the thoughts and commentary rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get back to a little bit of that as we continue this morning. Got a list of weirdest Halloween costumes for 2023. Okay. Uh, I don't know how this will work out. I have not reviewed the list like many of the lists, so I like it to be a surprise for me too. And sometimes that turns out terrible. Uh, we will talk more Texas Tech football. 
Game day Saturday coming up tomorrow. Optimum game day live. Hax and I are on at one. One to two. One to two. <laughs> I'd forgotten for a moment. One to two. Uh, if you want to come out and say hi to uh, to all of your uh, favorite hosts and even the ones that aren't your favorites, uh, we'll be out there tomorrow uh, all day long, seven up until five o'clock tomorrow, getting ready for that six o'clock kickoff. So come say hi out at Optimum Game Day Live. Uh, game Day festivities. Have you ever heard of Louis the Singer? No. Okay, I had not heard of him either. Lucas, do you know who Louis the Singer is? I can honestly say no. Okay. It seems like uh like a cross between not not like bro country, but like hip hop country. Hmm. So I don't know. The one song I looked up he had he was with Paul Wall. Okay. But seems country ish. I don't know. Louis the Singer is uh, out at Raider Alley. Did you see the sad news? I mean, kinda sad, but it's kind of like down news. No. No horse tomorrow. Oh, I did. Inflammation, yeah. Inflammation will keep fearless champion from running tomorrow. So Centennial like, champion. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a horseback. Centennial champion from... Uh, You're a horseback, huh? <laughs> it's better than being a brokeback. Oh! Couldn't help... Oh, <clears throat> just kidding. We are Fired. Everyone. Fired immediately. We love what everybody. We've done there with choice. All jokes. Now you fire them right away because of accountability. <sighs> Sorry, the junior high choice came out right there. That <laughs> was totally like <laughs> better than Brokeback, which is which is exactly when that movie came out. Can you remember? Like when I was in junior high is when Brokeback Mountain came out. So everybody, the Brokeback jokes all over the uh-huh. place. I mean, especially in the locker room, and yeah, it just. <laughs> Of course, of course. So, uh, other things for tomorrow. Flyover. I'm a big fan of the flyover. Like, game day experience, flyover. Scale of 1 to 10, how much? How excited do you get for a flyover? Oh, nine and a half. Okay, so you're, you're in on the flyover, too. Big time. So, we have... Do you know what an F-38 is? No, not off the top the of my Talon. head. So, you know the plane that is out in front of the science spectrum? Mm. I believe that is an F-38. I think. So, uh, McGuire should know. Yeah, McGuire would be our expert on the, the aviation. Jeff McGuire. We always have to clarify that. But uh, Mox, it's a supersonic trainer with a maximum speed of 1.3 Mach. Maybe they'll go and it can get up to 50,000 feet. So I believe we have, I, I said F 38. Uh Oh, I think I was wrong. T 38 is what it is. No, I type. Oh, I typed in F 38. Yeah. Are they different? But it took me to the, t- it took to you the to the T. T. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So T 38, sorry. The T 38 Talon, uh, is what we'll have four of those coming across tomorrow. Nice. Four T 38 Talons, um, for the game day experience. Think they'll go mock on us tomorrow? I'm doubting it, but I love I love a good flyover. Um, Traced back to 1952. I was about to say this is not a uh, young plane. This sucker's been around. I mean <laughs> that that one has been sitting at uh, the science spectrum as long as I can remember from my days as a kid. So yeah, this one's this one's been around for a while. 
So that's a that's a cool one for tomorrow. Um, of course, the actual game itself. There, there's the homecoming festivities. Homecoming to me is so much bigger of a deal in high school than it is college, because the people that win it are all. It's a popularity contest within sororities and fraternities. So it's just like eh. the homecoming parades usually pretty cool for for college. I do like that part. I don't really get to go much anymore, but um, yeah, homecoming to me, like my wife before the year, she's like, okay, can can we make sure we'll, I've got the tickets to the, the homecoming game? I'm like, okay, but I don't really understand why. I'm like, I'm not going there. You got another date? Wearing a big old mum for this sucker? But she likes to go for the homecoming for whatever reason. So I guess it's it's tailored to other people. Uh, I am very much more the product on the field, as uh, I'm guessing the vast majority of Tech fans are. And the product on the field, I, I I have some confidence in Texas Tech. But what did Joey say last night to take your confidence away, man? He didn't. He didn't say anything. Oh, I mean, he did say we're going to get K State's best shot. But I mean, every coach would say that. Coming off of what Oklahoma State did, I, I don't know. I guess it's just the tech fan in me is set in of, yeah, this team has kicked you up and down the field over and over and over, seven in a row, 11 out of the last 12. So that logo just, there's some fear it strikes because it's a it's a complex at this point. That's what it is. The, the K-State logo is a complex there's been years where Texas Tech has actually, I mean, for sure been the better team and lost. I mean, the Matt Wells year absolutely should have won that game. Should have won that game, no question. Uh, I think it was Bill Snyder's last year. Maybe it was the, the year before that. Which last year? <laughs> the second time around. I, I don't know. It was Nick Shimanek's year. Mm. You're up <clears throat> two scores plus. With a couple minutes left in the game, they were they recovered two onside kicks. It's K State special teams. They get two onside kicks late in that game to send it to overtime, and then you lose in overtime. There's some just brutal. So how many losses. times in a row is it? Seven. Okay, I think you got to eight with Oklahoma State. I think I think it was yeah. And then you won two years in a row. Uh huh. You snapped that streak. I'm okay if they decide to start. A little two-year winning streak here, too. I mean, we don't even know if you're going to play them next year. But need to get right. You're crazy. It is crazy. We have zero idea who's on the schedule next year. I think I could almost guarantee that you're going to get Baylor and TCU. feel pretty confident that those two teams will be on your schedule Surely next year. Surely they won't go two years in a row without Tech and OSU. I'm, yeah, I would probably put those three teams as the ones I would feel very confident that you're playing next year. Beyond that... No clue. It's going to be a wild. I want that schedule. They've got to have a pretty good idea at this point, right? You'd think. On, like, they can give us the matrix of who's playing who. Come on, Brett. We're waiting on you. Quit talking about adding Gonzaga and give us a schedule. <clears throat> we got Big 12 basketball news just released on a preseason poll. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
On to our number three. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. <clears throat> 950 on your AM dial and on the telly now, Fox 34 News Now. However, wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Friday. We being myself, Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, to my right, Lucas White across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up with uh, whatever you've got, thoughts, comments, questions on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Questions welcome for Ask the Bench Warmers coming up at 1145. Uh, a few... <clears throat> I, want, I want to hit you with this real quick. Be gentle, please. Okay. Big game boomer. We don't do a ton of stuff off of him, but he he had a uh, pretty interesting list here. That's bait. <laughs> that that that's is him bait. almost all yeah. the time. But sometimes, that's sometimes bait. I feel like okay, that's accurate. Worst head coaching hires of the twenty first century. And this is college football. College football, yeah. Ooh, you got uh, any idea who number one is? Twenty first century. Um. I don't know. Scott Frost is going to be on the list. Um, He's fourth. Charlie Strong's got to be on the list. He is 20th. Okay, I'm just bouncing around in the head. Um, Number one. Is it? Give me the league. Big 12. Okay, that's what I figured since you were bringing it up. I also want to do KU Slander. That's another reason why I want to do this. There we go. number, Number one is not. Less miles. Oh, is it uh, Charlie Weiss? Get, get off Kansas for a little bit. Uh, okay. To, for number is one. Is he on that list too? That's I'm going to pummel okay. Kansas here in just a little bit, but let me do it. Uh, okay, I'll let you do it. Uh, it's not Tommy Tuberville. No, he's not on the list. I'm, I'm missing a giant one. I know it. Art Browse. Good for him. Good for him for putting that. Yeah. Because I bet a lot of people wouldn't say that. Actually, I know a lot of people wouldn't say that because he revived a Baylor program that was as low as as it gets when it comes to football product on the field. But he went lower than dirt to uh, do it, or his program did. So, Bryles, DJ Durkin, Chad Morris, Arkansas. Where's Durkin? Durkin was uh, Maryland. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt, Tennessee. Brian Harson, Auburn. Horrible hire. Tyrone Willingham. Remember him for Washington? Mm-hmm. He is seven. And here we go with the Rock Jocks. All right. Les Miles, eight. Okay. Charlie Weiss, 14. Okay. David Beatty, 25. Wow. Turner Gill, 36. I forgot about Turner Gill. <laughs> They have the... They finally hit on one, dang it. Yeah, they did. They sure did. Uh-huh. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, 47. I was wondering if he, he would be the only one that I would think would be on the list. I mean, he was he had a losing record overall, yeah. I mean, you, you forget about something like Mike Riley from Nebraska. Is Matt Wells not on the list? Uh-uh. I would put Matt on there ahead of Cliff Kingsbury. You know, I, Steve I, Craig Thorpe, Louisville. That I, was a I stand by this. Cliff Kingsbury was the right hire at the moment in terms of who you were looking at. I mean, the the other one was Chad Morris was the other big name there, and it, 
It never worked out for him. Boy, it was bad, 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 bad. Is he on that list at Arkansas? Yeah, he's three. Oh, you said that. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury was the right hire at the time. Now, did you hang on too long? Bill Callahan, Nebraska. Where was he at? Uh, 33. That's who Tech. Justin Fuente, 19, Virginia Tech. Wow. That's an interesting list. Yeah. Uh, Ron Prince actually made the list. Number 50 for K-State. Uh, that should be higher. Ron did not do a good job. No. They were bad. But he didn't have – I think Ron's a good guy. Sure. I think. But not, I think I wasn't inside. In terms of fit there, though, it didn't work. It didn't fit. Yeah, no, I mean, fit. for hires and like fit. Like Bryles. You think Ron about, Prince should be, should be higher than 50 on that list to me. Like Brian Harson at Auburn. I mean, what were those guys thinking? Great I mean, there's question. just no. that's that's probably the word choice that we would go through and say, what were you, what were you thinking with the fit? Fit, 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 is, fit, fit. What it, were you thinking with the fit? It's now, just, not on Cliff. Um, and uh, maybe no, not some of them. It just doesn't work out. As simple as that. Scott Frost should have fit at Nebraska. He should have, mm. but it just for some reason didn't work out. I mean, he played at Nebraska. There, there's some of those. Rich Rod makes the list at 17 with Michigan. <laughs> what about Arizona? <laughs> with Rich Rod, you could, uh, could double well, down Kevin on Sumlin's that one. on there for Arizona, 15. There you go. Yeah, Dan Hawkins, our man. Dan is the Thir- Big 12. 32. That is him, right? Yes. Oh, he's. Uh, someone asked about Rich Rod at Michigan and Arizona. Yeah, was Michigan. So, good list. I just found it fascinating with all the Jayhawks. No, in that's there. that's pretty interesting for sure. Liberty just beat Rich Rod because he's down at Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. Yeah. yeah, which they are. Are they Division One now? Like FBS, Jacksonville State or no? Yeah, they're in the CEO side. So th- there's uh-huh. a handful of teams that came up together. The vacuum, really, the vacuum that OU and Texas started. It, pretty well, yeah. To create a whole new conference. What is this conference? Oh, no, n- not that one. What's the other conference? Conference USA? No, there's like a union conference. There's a brand new conference this year. Come on, guys. Did I dream this in my mind, you too? Think? More yeah. than likely. What is it? Conferences. Someone help me. I know I'm not. You need help. I always need need help. Ask Marshall Mathis. <laughs> Bro. Someone help me. I feel like I am floundering over here. There's a conference. All right, I'm going to find it during the break. Uh, catching up on some on the chat line. No hacks, you shush. Redeem yourself, Choice, with the bull ride. Do it, Choice. Don't let hacks hold you back. That's from McIntyre. Uh... Central Texas Hank says, Bullfighter hooked Choice up with steer wrestling. <laughs> Choice called Tex rodeo team coach Jared Hofstetter. Hofstetter, pardon me. Uh, NFR tie-down roping champion. Maybe someone on the team could help you with your technique. I swear to you I'd get hurt more doing steer wrestling than I would bull riding. There's no question about that. Uh, T-38. Or from Reese Air Force Base, correct? Uh, da, da, da. The T 38s first plane to be offered as a project. 
by the company for civilian use. Top speed, 858 miles per hour. Just getting it. It'll replace the 757 at the Woodman Estates. <laughs> replace? No, in addition to. We're not going to get rid of it. When I first moved to Lubbock in 1986, the T-38 and T-37 were there. They flew around Lubbock all the time out of Reese Air Force Base. Cool. That was from David. Appreciate it, David. Yep, that'll be the flyover tomorrow. Should be pretty cool. All right, more from you on the chat line. Uh, I have some numbers to compare Texas Tech and Kansas State. And uh, why? Why is... And why have the Texas Rangers been so successful? Who deserves the lion's share of the credit? We're 30 minutes out from Ask the Bench Warmers to bring your questions in. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. The bench Warmers pour the questions in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line of uh, any and all varieties. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton. With you in the first United Bank studio, Luke's wide across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome for about the next 10 minutes. You'll be able to catch Hacks and I out uh, amongst the people in the wild uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock over by the Fraser Alumni Pavilion for Optimum Game Day Live. So come say hi if you would like to. Listen in at 1 on Double T 97.3. Right now we answer questions to the best of our ability Benchwarmers, what makes this season a success for Tech football? That's a tough one. I think it's completely to each their own on this one, right? You have to gauge it yourself. I feel like a seven and a bowl win to go with it, to get back to where you were a year ago. See, is that successful? I think so. I think based on... You know, losing your quarterback, and you can you could probably call that a success. I don't think anything less than that could be considered a success, though. Unless you beat Texas in the last game of the year, then it's then it feels pretty good. I'm but. afraid now with uh, that you're gonna eventually look back at the West Virginia game and say that was a bad loss. You think so? Yeah, I think they've been extremely tough and together. And let's win one for the old ball coach, but I think it's a it's gonna fall apart. I uh, I follow this thing called Message Board Geniuses on Twitter, and yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, you saw, you should have seen the stuff last night. You're just waiting for that one loss for the fire Neil Brown stuff, and oh my gosh, it came out last night. So just knock the ball down. I, I think you're right, but you can almost compare this West Virginia team to the Texas Tech one from last year. Just tough, hard nosed, and won a lot of close games. No, they they should have won a close game last night. The, the, I mean, the 12 seconds left, touchdown should have done it, but what a miracle for Donovan Smith. That yeah, was a miracle. What I mean, unbelievable the finishes he's been part of. Think about all those finishes. So you had the, um, the Texas game finish, overtime win there that, that had some high drama, walk-off kick. The Iowa State game, walk-off field goal, Big part of that. The Houston game where he runs it in himself to walk off. So four out of seven Donovan Smith start starts have resulted in last play victories. Four out of seven Donovan Smith starts or wins. A pretty good exercise. Wins, you know, I think this would be a good exercise 
maybe mid next week after we get another round of games in, go through the, all these Big Twelve teams now and say, "All right, would you take this, this quarterback, quarterback or this court? Yeah, or Donovan Smith? Because I'm ta- I'm taking Donovan Smith over Garrett Green in that matchup easily. I am too. Easily. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think West Virginia, I thought had the better overall team. I thought so, and I think they still do. They lost last night on the road. Benchwarmers, what is your all-time favorite dream car or vehicle? Either old or new school, exotic. Mine would be the El Camino or a Lamborghini. It's a pretty wide that range. Is, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm like, I'm like, that is... Uh, I think I an mean, El Camino to, to ride around in West Texas with would be a lot bumping. of fun. I think that would be a lot of fun. El Camino. Hop in. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hey, check out El my Camino. car. It's a pickup, too. So, uh... What's the the dream car for me has always been James Bond's car, and I'm not even a big Bond guy, but the Aston Martin. I guess the one most is the V12 Vantage. You just got to be Quinn Ewers, and you can get that done. I guess so. I love. I just always love that car. Don't know why. Uh, if I'm going like bigger, right now I love the uh, Land Rover Defenders. I love the look of those. Those are pretty sweet looking cars. A Hummer. One, like the, the original Hummer, Humvee, would be pretty awesome. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of cool cars. So, you have a dream. You've, you've talked about yours. Your Ram. Mine doesn't change. Your Ram truck. I see mine. It's your first purchase. Yeah. I see mine um, about every fifth car in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> about every fifth vehicle, I see it. That's the dream car. Yeah, there it is. There it is. I saw one yesterday. They're all nice. Yeah. Uh, will Adolis, not Adolis, will Araldus Chapman be on the roster for the ALCS? They haven't released the roster yet, right? I, I haven't seen anything. I'm guessing they will do this probably tomorrow, the day before the game, because they're still making decisions on Chapman, making decisions on Scherzer. I would guess Chapman's going to be there, because if not him, then who mm-hmm. is the question. And he's pretty good every other day. I tell you. <laughs> so... You risk a lot, but the reward is a lot, and sure. you it's start a, you start looking around like okay, like like you just basically said, who else? Right, like if you have a better option, then absolutely. But I mean, are you calling up some guy from Double A that's no, never played? No, no. you're not, you're not going to do something like Double that. Double A hadn't played in two weeks. Yeah, you can't you can't go pick someone up off of a, a trade trading block either. So. Yeah, Chapman. I would guess I would be very surprised if he's not on that roster, He'll unless be on it. unless Scherzer's the place person that's replacing. Yeah, him. but you're again. You've been. What would you grade the starting pitching for this year as a whole? I'd probably give it an A. Okay, what is what are you giving the the relievers? A, a D because you've survived it. It'd be an F if you if they. Kept so you do you want to take something from the front? Or you want you want to take something from the back away and, and weaken it even Make further? Make it even worse? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. No, I think Scherzer will be on the roster. I don't know who he's replacing. I know one thing. Maybe Josh Spores or somebody. Scherzer's a madman. I mean, he has been partying like crazy. Yeah. And, he's, and the, of course, you got the eyes thing going on, and he's <laughs> it's just, so trippy. I, 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 is it just me, or are these celebrations getting more and more whacked out of their skull? They're, they're just, pretty crazy, but I've never seen him act like this. I mean, they're taking the these bottles, are, the beer, and just smashing them together, and, and 
They're going nutty. They're going nuts. Or maybe we're just seeing more access to these celebrations. Probably more too. access. Yeah. So I don't. I've never seen Scherzer like we've seen him. Like happy Scherzer. Seems like all the times we've seen him in the past, super he's serious. Just, he's serious and grouchy, and get away from me. Like he seems like he's having a blast with the Rangers right now. And maybe he just has no personal pressure because he's not pitching, but. How'd you like to be Aaron Rodgers and pop on Pat McAfee's show and and grab a million dollars a year for doing that? I think of how many hours that I've done guest spots on these shows. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, we'll give you a million a year. That's crazy. That, and like when Tubbs would do the picks with the president, I bought him some tacos. Oh my it's gosh. a little different story on regional radio, I guess, than this McAfee business. It's wild, but man. Aaron Rodgers can turn on a Zoom call and get a mill. Uh, John Gray's coming back too, right? Yeah, I expect it to be back. I believe you will see John Gray back in the rotation. At some point, you're going to have too many starters. But you may need a long reliever that is a starter or even pump someone to the pin if you have to. You want your best arms no matter what that looks like. This, um, this West, the, the more that I am let this sink in on West Virginia, I know we're bouncing topics here, they should they should be ashamed of themselves the way they handled that. Because you get the miracle, and instead of accepting the miracle, you tarnish it by getting a penalty that gives. There's no hope for Houston if and, they don't get the penalty, and it's your quarterback, which it, makes it even worse. Which we saw the same thing with that Virginia quarterback who took his helmet off and stood there like Superman and flexed, you know, like yep. everybody does on YouTube. Yep, yep. Nobody will just go to the sideline anymore. So now you give Houston hope. And Donovan Smith takes a stake and drives it right in their chest. And then, you again, go back and watch the replay. Watch how many West Virginia guys go up and try to catch the ball. Just knock it down and you win. Yep. I don't disagree at all. Uh, Benchwarmers, what is a job you think you'd be good at day one and a job you'd be horrible at? Good at day one. If they put me in one of these tech companies... <laughs> um, one of these uh, uh, social mother down social media platforms, and said, "Hey, now you're working for Facebook or X or something like that." I would be, I wouldn't make it to lunch. Okay, so I know I'd be terrible at that. Horrible at anything where I have to have a steady hand. I'm very shaky, so I can't think of a professional archer. I don't Seamstress. Know. Seamstress. Absolutely, that would be it. Uh, Jeremy, our former seamster, I couldn't, I couldn't sell. Like I'd, I'd be stabbing myself over and over. I think I'd be decent at uh, nature photography. Why not? Hey, look at that. We're out of time, but we're back with you tomorrow. Max and I will join you for Optimum Game Day Live at one o'clock on Double T ninety seven three. Hope to hear from you then, as we'll look ahead towards Texas Tech and Kansas State. Hand you off to the bottom line now. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, intern Maris, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Y'all have a great weekend. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.